Big Bang happened when the black balloon ignited. I feel the pain shoulder to shoulder as I was knighted. The night turns to day and my days don't seem the brightest. It's like itis. I want to take a bite of what life is. If the president fuck around and piss off ISIS, bury me in blueberry bills, jewels, and ISIS. Let's connect from mind to mind. Lies are on the rise, increasing bigger size. Start to victimize when evil's idolized. Inside my battered mind, I have visions huh. of being broke. A broken man okay, writing words of wisdom inside I can hear this. <laughs> okay, I can hear, okay, I think it's just the headphones right now. Okay. Because this left one is banging, like. Oh, yeah. Mine. I can't hear I can't even hear myself. I can hear you. Motherfucker. Maybe I'm... There's somebody... You know, we had other people in here, so I don't know if they was mixing stuff up and I can't hear through the right headphones. I don't know. I think sometimes, like, you know, just shit. Why is this why and that why and this one? But... Ain't no tell. No, no, not gonna get, no. Not in that one either. No. What the fuck? Cause I can hear, I can hear you like a motherfucker in here. As long as I can be heard to the masses. I would hope so. Uh, everybody out there, can y'all hear me? You know, say something. I'll wait. I'll wait for an answer. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna wait. Reach I'm not gonna wait. Each one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wait at all. But hopefully, those of you that are listening, oh, oh, there it is. Headphones is cracking. I just had yeah. to. I just had to. You know. I had to take the cartridge out and blow it a couple times to put it back in. Yeah, I was not outside, man. Y'all not at all. Going. Y'all don't understand yeah. the struggles and stripes that came with that. But welcome, everybody, to this wonderful episode of Just a Dope-Ass Podcast on this lovely Saturday, bright, sunny, warm afternoon on the 1st de Mayo. That it means is. Cinco de Mayo is coming, and it's Drinco de Mayo for yeah, It's about to be Drinco de Mayo for all of Los Angeles. It's going to be tacos and tequila all towards the end of the week. I feel like you're, I mean, I know, you know, liquor tastes like what it tastes like, but I'm like, if you don't drink, if you, one, if you don't drink, then that's one thing. But if you're, I feel like it's weird if you drink not tequila on fucking Cinco de Mayo. Like, even when I wasn't, like, a, I, like even back, like, say, like, in college, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing with liquor, like, I know what I'm doing now. Um, <laughs> But, like, I was like, yeah, you know, it's. Single to mind, you gotta get tequila, like, even if you're not a tequila person. That's racist. Oh, well, I thought it was My bad, y'all. I mean, they had to see to see that's. I'm well. I understand that because when, especially here, when we think of Latinos, our our Spanish cousins south of the border, when we think of they drank. We think of tequila, but they had like we forget about sangria. That's true. Like they have other drinks. We just think of tequila because that's like the Hennessy yeah. for them to a degree. <laughs> right. And that's the current thing because black folks ain't always been like Hennessy before. You know, it just depends on what you could have been a crown royal person. You could have been. I mean, know. I still fuck with crown from time to time. Yeah, I mean, like it's exactly. Yeah. This is a cognac of yeah. some sorts. When the brown skin folks of some sort, you're going you're gonna to gravitate to the cognacs stereotypically. <laughs> It's like the Latinos may gravitate to something that is agave made of some sort or a sangria of sorts or whatever uh, natural cultural drinks that they participate in. All I know is y'all can keep that vodka at home. That's what you can do. You can leave all that shit at the house. I mean, yeah. For, for para mí, <laughs> I don't need, y'all can keep all that. Y'all see how I'll be on a weekly basis. I'm. Keep my black power chlorophyll water because everything in moderation, but you can keep vodka all the way at the house. Yeah, like, don't ever bring that shit out. Leave, leave that shit in the store. 
I, I personally, my 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 ancestors tell me if I do have partake in a drink, it's it's got to be the num the num num. Give me some rum. I do feel extremely black when I drink rum. Something something like about I feel real like yeah. All my shit. ancestors that was that was colonizing the Geechee Islands and any other Caribbean areas, I appreciate y'all for letting me know that the the rum is probably where I should be. Dark or cl- or light, it doesn't really matter to me. I just something about rum speaks to me a little and bit more. Read you a little shit to be like, look, man, I can get drunk and if somebody pop off here. I can call a motherfucker up. I could just, you know, get to, you know, get a, give me get some, you know, if I want to get really happy in this bitch, I get me some peppers, break some glass or some shit. I don't hey. know, the, I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying, I get some shit started in this bitch. Like, hey, get some rum. Are you talking about jerking some chicken? That's talking about getting you some. Some nice peppers and seasonings and salts. Oh, and you're talking about food. I was talking about calling a motherfucker up here. We gonna somebody finna get red and we gonna just tear all this shit up. Oh, you was talking about? I'm talking about the good shit. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like. Let me get in here. No, no, sit down. Let me talk to your energy yeah, real quick. You know who's Papa, whoever, whichever one. Who wanna, Shango. Yeah, let's get. Let's get. Yeah, y'all want to fuck around with the fuck around? Let's get to it. Goddamn it. Speaking of Papa Shango, which is funny. The ability to be multiple different people within your lifetime. Now, if you're not a wrestling fan, you may not know who Papa Shango is, but he was a character in, in the WWF at the time. The big voodoo, voodoo priestess man, voodoo <laughs> priest. For those of you that know about wrestling, you know that the Godfather is also Papa Shango, who's been, many he's been... Godfather, Papa Shango, comma, and he's been one more person. I forget exactly who he is. But to go from Papa Shango all the way to being the godfather of the whole train. <laughs> That was such a thing. such a wonderful time, but to to be able to to claim so many different characters within the span of your career. But I guess that kind of ties into the category of today, as far as like the duality and different personalities that men may take on at different stages in their life. I fuck with that. Are all of them healthy, though, is the question. No. <laughs> Go ahead and knock that out. All right, man. Thanks for coming, guys. See y'all Thanks next Thanks for coming y'all. to yeah. my TED Talk, baby. That's yeah, the no, episode. It's not. We'll see y'all on Monday. Uh, in, in mass, in mass, in mass, in mass. I think that a lot of personalities that men have, they're good spirited, but they may not necessarily be healthy. I think they're definitely like unhealthy. Some are, you know, could even be okay. Like uh, just shit. Actually, just quick example. I started watching um, earlier today. I started watching it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Them. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a horror or whatever show or whatever and it's it's a it's actually really good it's got a lot of stuff going on but just the, one of the main characters is a black dude black father and just as far as just identities that you know can be beneficial you understand why they do it but it's not exact necessarily the best it's kind of we've talked about is he's a black man in the 50s in la he's like the only black engineer and like you understand that having this persona that i am an upstanding black man that i am um I have my good job. I'm at this good place. I'm, um, you know, for lack of a better word, a little docile so you can listen to your bosses. And it makes sense. But it's like that's not healthy. His motivation to move his family to the better part of town so that they can have the finer things is really actually not healthy because you could have had a better experience, you know, arguably in the black areas. So um, 
just for you know i think that's a practical thing that niggas do today that you kind of do kind of jump through these spaces of you know and 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 the um the justification is get to the bag get money get whatever but it is kind of a lot of capitulation that comes with that and is that actually a good thing because what are you really instilling and teaching if you're supposed to be one of the pillars of the community right what you're doing the example you're setting it's like ain't nobody telling you to go in here and be like it's big dick john baby and uh yeah what we finna do is put this motherfucker on yeah and take that tie off daddy but also you don't have to be like yeah you know yes all right because that shit's unhealthy too and it shows like I mean, it gets to the scary shit, but it shows, like, that nigga, like, how just the trauma that that is on a daily basis to be, like, I really wanted, like, we make jokes, but, like, I really want to just tear the doors off something every time I come in here because that shit wasn't funny. That was an underhanded comment. That was racist. And in any other situation, like, in my bones, I kicked the fuck out this white man, but I have to pay bills. Now, that that says to me, the duel, the internal conflict of my ego and what I feel is right. Mm-hmm. Neither of which being 100% fact. And that kind of ties into my quote of the day, which isn't a, a, a major quote. Not Don't, don't quote me because I'm not. It's from Epictetus. It's not from me. I'm, I'm letting you know this. But go read his fucking shit, yes, guys. Go read a lot of his He's shit. He's got some stuff. Go read things from Stoicism. Good stuff. But but the premise of the quote is basically when when life is hurting, release your your hold on it, so to speak. Release your grasp on it. Try to disconnect from having to keep it close to you. Now that's not I know that can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. It's not saying to kill yourself. <laughs> I don't want anybody jumping off the deep end. But basically it's saying like Life ends up being painful for us because we we hold on to these mindsets of what we think should be mm-hmm. as opposed to being at peace with what is. Yeah. Holding on to that mindset of what life should be is more of a, a, a reactionary thing, which we've talked about on a show. You know, being reactionary is not healthy at all. Expectations lead to disappointment. Most definitely. <laughs> and I think that, especially, say, that time period, you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about a black person in the 50s being the only person of color, since that's the terminology we're using for this generation. That's not what they was using. <laughs> the only Negro, that was a nice version of what they was calling us. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. Negro in the workplace. He's such a smart Negro. Who would have thought that you would have been here? Oh, yeah. He, there was a, there was a fucking bar in there, like a credit, like credit to your people because it's just like i'm sorry man i I always got to say this because i don't want you guys to ever forget i want you to be better i want you to be allies i want you to be nice and all that other good shit but those were your uncles and your grandfathers and some of y'all like y'all not some of y'all's parents yeah so just we just seen clips of like actual footage of the kids in the neighborhood like go away nigger and he's like nine years old he grew up to be your current grandfather or father depending on how old he is yeah and i'm not gonna be saying that just to like bash out but i just you know when y'all be talking america this, is not a racist country yeah, don't, oh, <laughs> like son like what the fuck man like two times but also for y'all out there just uh, once again the fucking the issue the the, the onus is us Nigga, y'all have to know that shit. Like, we just, you know, it ain't, you're not walking around angry. You're not walking around, you're not making it, you know, 
whatever, like, you're being aware because that's who the fuck the motherfuckers be, all right? Give a fuck about your cool homegirl who like to come to the motherfucking uh, R&B onlys and throw that at. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, just be prepared. Like, fucking Not even be prepared, but I, I think that's, that's kind of going along the lines of what I was going to say about the TV show is throughout history, I think we as black people, especially black men, have been very reactionary. Because we're trying to figure out how to survive and how to adapt and how to change for an environment that we know is not going to change for our benefit. Yeah. Even to the credit of said person who said that we don't live in a racist country. And our vice president, who also shared those sentiments as well and then went back and said person that originally made this claim doubled down on it on Twitter a couple times. It's yeah. just like the I'm refusing to let go of this narrative. Yeah. And I'm because ref- I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to the pain that comes with this and I'm saying, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm not I'm refusing to accept that. Like no, you, cuz you're letting it be too painful as opposed to just saying like it's okay that that this is what was. And this is partly what is today, but that doesn't mean that there still can't be changes. That doesn't mean that there's not good here. We spend so much time, especially within our community, especially as men who are supposed to be the pillars of the household, the heads Mm -hmm. of the household. We spend so much time focusing on trying to react to what is and shape things into what we think it should be that we end up basically having lower vibrational behaviors, lower vibrational attitudes. I fuck with that. I think um, I I agree with what you said. I don't know that I agree with that's what Kamala and them was doing. I feel like, you know, I feel like their shit was very cut and dry. Like, we don't want to, you know, I don't give a fuck about that. You know, the most powerful man in the free world. Like, y'all don't want to bite the hand to feed you. Right. And y'all know that it's a lot of, you know, they just, you know, you could, it's just too much out there to just flat out tell y'all are not going to stand on this is racist, this is, tra- like, the entire, you can't even say that the entire foundation of the country is birthed in racism against a variety of peoples. So the fact that you said that just means that you don't want to piss off the racist, which makes you look at you and go, okay, well, what you so pussy for? Right, which is a reactionary thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to piss off my stability. I have to figure out how to adapt to this environment that is giving me comfort because I'm putting my worth in this environment as opposed to understanding my self-worth and being able to be at peace and say, mm, I acknowledge the truth of all this and I'm not about to sit up here and care who gets rattled. I'm not, I'm letting go of what emotions come with holding on to this mindset to be able to stand in truth regardless and accept what is and be at peace with it. Yeah. I think that that is something that I think affects shit all our people across the board because I, I feel like it's sometimes hard for us to even have the conversation of how to move forward and progress just on some black shit because, you know, I think there's a lot of emotions and narratives caught up in when people just say something like open is like we are moving through a society that was not built and created with us in mind, which is true. But motherfuckers are so diehard into it, men, women, children grannies so it's like you say that and you know it turns into a conversation of 
you're trying to shuck or duck responsibilities or some shit like that. And it's like, that's not the case. It's just, we know we've been chasing this motherfucking, we've been chasing this high <laughs> forever, baby. And like, we, we no matter what, we not, it's not going to hit. At all. We have to kind of just reestablish. And that could be anything. Like, even just the, the, the conversation that's always hot is like finances. Like, that's the, you know, that's always the big shit in the streets. So it's like, okay, if you want the man to be like the super, um, contributor or whatever like that then understanding just how money works understanding that we're not like you know it was it's um what was that shit like tone talks or whatever like does a super big breakdown about like finances in the fucking black community so it's like if you wanted that then you could have that but you would probably have to have that in an apartment right you can't have that in this big ass house and and with with wealth and shit the way it is because we don't have access to that but just you know understanding like you know how like we talk about like the partnership thing and the just the way we've maneuvered and worked and not understanding like how deep seated conditioning is because i even saw that on the show too like you just look at the traumas that people have experienced and that's something angela rye i think said on that little like thing the little clip she posted like maybe a week or two ago where she was giving the motherfuckers business on cnn and she was talking about how, talking about even police reform, and you know, police started out as you know guys who you know you wouldn't go catch catch slaves. Overseer. Oh, the, there we go. The overseers and how that trauma is passed down. Like you know, from black people, we have generational trauma. Like that's not just like a foofy term. Like that can affect you biologically. That affects you mentally. That affects you psychologically. And it really fucking transcends through family lines. So it's like these mindsets and and things that we have are not just they're not exactly good we don't really unroot them because that's you know it's like religion like it's just something we base our identity off of which understandable why that's hard but it's like if y'all if, if the idea is to do the work to better the entire collective then you got to start trying to unravel like this is just not we can we can we can adjust this we can change this we can move this around this though this has to flat out fucking go whatever that belief and mindset is right throw that shit out the window i mean that kind of that that kind of ties back into the mindset of stoicism and epictetus mm-hmm. i'm clinging to this so much because that's where my comfort is but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily beneficial to me and yes and in case this is your first episode and you've never listened to us before that applies to the religion that you believe in as an individual as well Just do your history on that and you figure out where that comes from but clinging to this mindset that is comfortable for me is where a lot of my pain comes from because I refuse to accept what is in a lot of other dynamics outside of this one mindset yeah I mean and here's the thing like is you know I as much as we enjoy and will continue to enjoy like exploring topics like this and shit like that, I mean, I've thought about that myself, like just, you know, giving actual thought to, but just a sidebar, I don't even feel like you can, because there's something to be said about, okay, if you mentally prepare yourself for a certain such scenario or outcome because, you know, mind over matter, whatever fucking quote you want to put to it, but if you never, ever, ever in your mind can assume it happens the punch you don't see coming is the one that knocks you the fuck out yep so i don't even be saying shit like this like you know there was a video that we that me and him were discussing earlier right and it just is this whole uh fucking like 13 minute clip about you know 
ancient Greece and ancient religions and how they come from the mystery schools in Egypt because you touching motherfuckers how to fucking move, bitch. Yes, um, which I think people glazed over that because I, I sent it to a few people and they're like, oh, that's that's interesting. Like, oh, that's deep. That's like, but did you catch in the beginning where he said a lot of these philosophers that we deem as like super high intellectuals, they spent long periods of time in Northern Africa. Yes. And then they brought it back and created their own, so Egypt, to speak. The Nubia and all that shit taught you niggas how to move. There is no like, where did Socrates and Aristotle and Plato and all them niggas, but them niggas were students over there. Nigga, that means like generations they was already up on game before they like mystery schools were a whole thing. Like even, you know, these little, you know, we wonder how we get these little fraternities and shit and how we got all our little, like, uh, Greek letters. Yeah, little traditions that everybody does the exact same thing. I don't Pretty care. Much. I don't care. We all do the same thing. Everybody does the same thing. You just, like, it's to, just a remixed version of it yeah. for whatever your organization is. So, anyways, like, um, looking at that, you know, there's consistencies throughout history of this person did this and did this practice. This person did this and did this practice. In this specific example, they talk about Dionysus and how you drink of Dionysus and it's like the blood of this particular god and you get a whole whatever, not unlike you, you know, drinking the blood and body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I just always think about, like, if tomorrow you're watching, you know, we're watching the fucking um, presidential, like, he's addressing the fucking you know, country and it's super whatever, whatever. And fuck the Independence Day shit. Like brick and Morty, a motherfucker just a rip in fucking time. These niggas step out. You know, everybody loses their shit, and these niggas are getting shot at, and they're turning bullets in the fucking rose petals. And then they're like, "Hey, now that we know you guys had a tantrum, we understand this is hard to understand, but we're back. The Anunnaki's back, or the whoever's back, and we're just here to let you guys know, like, we kind of built this, and you know, we're just touching down on." you know, planets and trying to whatever, like you're, you're gonna, you're li- it's it in mass motherfuckers would have to like go insane or just completely try to disregard fact. Cause it's like, you believe this here and you've given your mind no option to think about what if this is not <clears throat> how like this is specific interpretation. What if this is not that? And this interpretation, as I've said before, is the thing that I build my entire identity off right. of. So now like you said, like as men, fuck, you can't be a man. You can't be you, let alone be a man. You don't even know what the fuck you is no more because you thought this was it. Because I needed to oversimplify existence because heaven forbid it be some shit that just is really beyond my comprehension. Right. And and clinging to that is the painful aspect of our life because we're lowering ourselves. We're losing the belief in ourselves, the ability to understand how we connect to all that is created And instead of approaching it with a one dimensional mindset, realizing like, no, I'm connected to all these things somehow, some way past this planet, even galaxies. I have a lot of power within me. I should understand my worth a little bit better and be able to let go of certain mindsets and just be able to take something from every type of mindset to better myself as opposed to moving in, as I said earlier, a lower vibrational mindset by way of clinging to this one way of thinking because it's comfortable to me. We would lose our shit. Mm-hmm. If we don't even have to have like the quote-unquote return of Jesus as Christians may believe it, it ain't even got to be a Rick and Morty type person. You can have somebody that's on the corner right now that's giving a different perspective of something outside of what your norm is, and you're going to look at them like they're crazy. Yeah. Why is that, though? Because at one point in time, at different transitions in history, probably roughly 
every two or 3,000 years, there's somebody that is that individual and it ends up becoming a major thing and ends up taking over. That person had a higher vibrational understanding of themselves in this world, perhaps. Some people do it for manipulation. That's a whole other conversation. But I have a different perspective that is willing to go against the norm, and I'm presenting it to the masses no matter what anybody thinks of me. And it ends up bringing people towards me. That's a level of confidence that a lot of us don't have. True. I think sometimes it's even beyond like just being confident. I think it's just people don't understand like there's a freedom that comes in, comes with that. Like I'm free to just like enjoy things. I'm free to like understand things. If you're if you subscribe to a particular doctrine, you're also slave to that particular doctrine. Most like, definitely. I cannot maneuver outside of these parameters. Like. I might do this because there's like, you know, and, and there's good and bad in it. Like, that's, you know, there's balance. There's 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 positives to it because, you know, you might have, you know, and <clears throat> say even um, Islam, for, for, for example, like there's a lot of things that you could say confine you to this. You cannot maneuver in whatever ways, but it can keep you disciplined. Right, and you see, like shit, you see a lot of you know a lot of people in our community that might not subscribe to it, but they subscribe to the discipline that comes with it. So even that is, there's nothing wrong with picking things away from it. Like people meditate now, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a Buddhist. But it can teach you to be mindful. It can teach you to live in the now. It can teach you to, you know, like all these goddamn memes and shit we all post, and we're like, let emotions flow. Like that's a concept from them. And it's you can do this with these concepts and not necessarily subscribe to them and let them be a thing that holds you down. So, so bringing it into more of a recent sense, you're saying like Steve Harvey was wrong in saying that we can't be friends with lady folk because <laughs> it's going to make me want to get the booty ass. Like I can't be friends with this individual and be attracted to them or just be platonically their friend. Like I don't have to. I don't have to just grasp onto one concept of dealing with this individual. Like there can be multiple variations or I can flow in different ways on this spectrum of, of interacting with them. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh shit. And you know, I'm, I'm I had no idea. Look, I'm as horny as the next nigga. I, I, I can, I, I understand like she's really attractive and blah, blah, blah as everybody else. But you know, everybody is not some gigantic, uh, you know, fuck toy, or I don't know, even that, even that understanding, you know, friendships, and, you know, maybe y'all had sex, and then the sex was a thing, and then now you guys realize we are good friends, or whatever the fuck, you're limiting, I don't know, how friendships work, you're limiting how relationships work, it's a lot of just small limiting beliefs that you might miss out on, you know, somebody who really is like a good friend, who really can be a benefit, not even just to make it transactional, but is a good positive light in your life, because she got titties, right. like that's some... It's kind of some wild shit. But also, I mean, like, you know, to put that on men, women, whoever, you kind of got to, you know, check your sources. Because even up here, we just giving an opinion. But ain't nobody up here acting like we had, like, the end-all, be-all. But I think people do latch on to simple ideas and mindsets like that because it doesn't challenge you to have to be better. I'm not challenged to be, like, to, I don't know, reassess how I view women if I just go, I can't even be no friend with no woman because, you know, they just really made for fucking I'm really not trying to shit understand women because I'm just going to be like, I, I'm going to keep y'all over there in the space or blah, blah, blah. And on the flip side with women who like are really big on like on bros fucking rhetoric and shit, it's like, okay, well, I just feel like that's contradictory to some of these shits. Like I am 
you know, queen mother of the earth energy, but it's like, okay, but you subscribing, like you're trying to pick and choose these other ideals over here that really limit you. This is, so what is, what's the truth? It's all super limiting. And I think for whatever reason, which I've said it before, I think when it comes to human beings, we have a cultish mindset. Groupthink for sure. Something gets presented to us that we think is, oh, that is so profound. I'm going to latch on to that. You don't challenge it. You don't think it through. You don't look at other perspectives. You just say, nope, this one right here. This this is the one. Right now within within today's society, we have transitioned into this space where men are essentially quagmire. Yeah. Now, we discussed earlier how all these great philosophers that were shaping how we should be approaching life and thinking and all these deities and so on and so forth were men, the head of the household, all these male figures. So we've gone from being some of the most profound thinkers in history to shape the very course of the world to being reduced to quagmire. Mm-hmm. I'm just horny. I'm emotional. And I think with my penis. Yeah. Which we subscribe to because we follow certain mindsets like Steve Harvey that I can't even be friends with somebody of the opposite sex because I'm going to be reduced to somebody that I'm only friends with you because I have an ulterior motive. Cause I'm going to try to get the booty ass later. That's a lower vibrational mindset. Yeah. And I think that, um, that does kind of what we've talked about here before, like to go from, I don't know, man, fucking Epictetus to, to quagmire. It's like, and it's men's fault just as much as, you know, who, you know, whatever version you're talking about or whatever um, scenario we're putting this at forth, putting this in, it's just reducing us down to, you know, and I feel like black men, have, you know, take the brunt of this. Cause I feel like if everybody does it, I feel what was, it was, a, um, it was a Jeff Brown quote. And he's like, you know, if society is like sick and like black people are terminal. And so, you know, our, we're, we're not valued for a lot more than just, you know, dick and motherfucking uh, food and blah, blah, blah. Like, niggas don't want to be thinkers. Even that, even the trend of, like, the geeky nigga is getting picked on. It's like, thinkers are not as, I think, um, we don't praise them as much. Right. We don't give them as much credit because it's like, you know, to think is to challenge a thing. You're not just a cool, you know, smart dude because you rattle off a lot of information. So, but that that fits into the mindset of society being lower vibrational because we are going back to the whole premise of all of this, attaching ourselves and latching on to a certain mindset. We're in a society where material resources, money that drives and motivates us to do certain things. We're not believing in true self. We're not connecting to true self. We're not valuing ourselves deeply. We're valuing everything externally, materials and money. So when you boil that down to the mindset of the people, then, of course, we're going to maneuver in certain ways. I don't want to be a thinker because there's no value in being a thinker unless I'm on Instagram and I'm trying to sell you, you know, my book or whatever the case, my master class that I'm going to hold, whatever. That's the only time it's cool to be a thinker when, you know, I'm said relationship guru that's going to make money off of it. But other than that, I don't want to be a thinker. I'm really just trying to figure out how to make more material. That's us moving in a lower vibrational asset to where we're not understanding ourselves and the power of our minds, especially as men. But I, I mean, 
and as we've been sitting there saying the vibrational thing, I don't even think people fully like because I'm not nobody's like fucking like guru or teacher class. Not at all. But neither I, of us. I don't think people understand, you know, all that we are and all that you know exists like vibrations, like you know, working as, um, you know, like sound and and energy and like. All these things are, are things that apply and move us as people, but we don't necessarily understand that. Like, you might be like, I'm in a good mood, and it's like, okay, well, there are things that it's just as much science as it is spiritual, foo-foo, whatever the fuck. Um, gonna quote some fucking Marvel here, folks. Like, you know, like <laughs> Thor, nigga. Like, when that nigga said, you know, you call it science, your ancestors call it spirituality, I come from a place where it's one and the same. Like, there are, like, things and processes and shit that make these things happen. But motherfuckers just talk about, like, the vibes, but you don't really, like, do any research to understand what the fuck you're talking about, then it's just for naught. Right. I'm clinging to this one mindset, and I'm just head first. I am Michael Phelps diving deep into that bitch head first, as opposed to expanding my horizons and taking a step back and seeing all that is. I think the premise of I, I wanted to focus more so on men today because we we do a lot of bashing of relationship talk uh, as a whole. It's fucking. It's we. I only say bashing because people don't understand that we have a very inclusive conversation of everybody. Like what we say doesn't apply to just men or women, but also I've had this conversation with a lot of people in a, in a therapy sense. Mm-hmm. In today's culture, we're in a very men ain't shit mindset. Yeah. Right. So if you figure men are the weakest link, Mm -hmm. you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? But society is very focused on women empowerment. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but if you want to progress as people, you have to, the squeaky wheel needs to grease, right? Mm -hmm. The weakest link needs to be stronger. If we are the weakest link and you are constantly complaining about us, then you need to figure out ways to help us empower ourselves. So that is why I wanted to bring forth the premise of the lower vibrational thinking, because I think men, especially having mindsets like Steve Harvey and other ones, we're 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 not valuing ourselves enough, not within a true sense. Now, when I say empowering of men or valuing ourselves, I'm not talking about from the mindset that y'all approach it when it comes to (laughs) men. It's a patriarchy and that's misogyny. I'm not talking about that. When I talk about men empowering themselves, understand a true sense of self. Not being reactionary, not thinking with your emotions, not thinking with your sexual desires or your desires of the world in general, but really understanding who you are, what your purpose is, standing firm in that, having some belief in yourself as an individual and that purpose and being able to move peacefully without being fluctuated by all the external shit that you're going to encounter. That includes women. That includes said Buddha ass that you think you can't be friends with because you're just going to be so tempted to get a taste. <laughs> like, no, being able to understand, like, this this is me. I'm rooted in who I am, and I'm at peace with what comes in my life and leaves in this life because I don't own any of it. None of it clings to me. None of it is in my possession. The only thing that I can possess is my mind and my actions and my behaviors, but I have to be truly rooted in myself to understand who I am to do that virtuously. But I have to be confident in me. We're not confident in us. Men are not confident in ourselves. We're not self-empowered. I think I think that comes from also there's not a uh, – everything is, you know, superficial. Like Most definitely. Like what, like what, I, like what, we, what we said earlier, like 
the definition of like when you see things just to bring it back to relationship like men do this themselves I'm not even talking about women men will um you know you judge the value of a man off of you know like like the monetary shit this doesn't right. mean like all of us going to work like all of us know you need a, a bag but when you just said virtuously it's sometimes when you look at like you know, you look at the old fucking, like, gladiator movies or some shit. And granted, them motherfuckers was trash as fuck people, too. Those societies were, like, weird. They're very but, savage. But those concepts of a man has to be virtuous. And they were, like, deep things about be having integrity, having a moral code, having... You know what I'm saying? And niggas say shit, like... And it means the same shit, but niggas say shit, like, you know, niggas solid. And it's like, nah, I think sometimes there's power in words. And it's like, I'm virtuous. I have integrity. And now you have to stand by those by those principles right. and being a man of you know a man of principle I, those those lessons and appreciations for that shit is is gone because people say shit like that but i'm like i think you guys kind of just you know want a man or a person to be the version that you want them to be, but not understand like no nah, man this is a moral code like for instance like when we talk about like like there was a, um, a clip where buster rhymes is talking to bobby Schmurda and Bobby really looks like a fucking anomaly because it's like, no, man, like I am going to take this lump because my morals and my me is I'm going to do for my for my brother. Like I'm going to we're both in here locked down. I can do an extra whatever so we can be balanced. And there's a lot of or there's not a lot of that. Not a lot. Not a lot of those principles. But I feel like if people do, you know, we're going to take the smoke some mental health in that bitch. We're going to take the dive that work backwards. What this is just because we always stop at men just ain't men no more. It's different. These kids is crazy nowadays. Okay, well let's let's think about that. Like why? And then if you understand the why, then now we can start building up actual like ways to counteract that. You understand that it's been this many motherfucking generations without the man in the house to teach these principles. Like I sometimes feel a little off kilter because I had the fucking outlandish service like if we probably put the statistics together it doesn't even make sense i had the influence of my father but i had the influence of my grandfather like i could be around him and really really be like oh you really like you really don't need to talk my nigga like unless you got that nigga talked in the room shut the fuck up because it's like it's not just oh surprise because he talked it's like he has something to say like right niggas out here maneuvering really really you could just tell like the absence of some some of these lessons and, and things like that like Yes, you know, your grandfather might have been a, you know, raging alcoholic, but you know, you put that aside. Like there there's there are pieces that are very important that I feel like we've missed out and those are currencies that a man should have that we don't anymore. Clearly niggas have obviously like taken what it means to be a man and like manipulated and made it trash, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't look for the negative like I wouldn't entirely say that we don't have them anymore. I think that we've just lost sight of what that means. Cuz even in today's world and it's been around for a minute, but when you amongst you and your boys, you know, to be, it's not solid anymore. It's just, you all, you're just a real nigga. Yeah. But what does it mean to be a real nigga? Because in our history, being a nigga ain't never been a good thing. True. So we're not even understanding the language that we use when we speak to each other to uplift one another. You are a real negative aspect of what it means <laughs> to be us. Congratulations. That's not something empowering or uplifting. Or even if you talk about being raised around men. For me, my dad wasn't in the house, but my dad wasn't missing, but just lived in a different area. 
the men that I had growing up were my other friends' fathers or my dad's friends that had been cool with him since junior high school that I consider my uncles because they were still in L.A. and they came to check on me and make sure my mom was straight. They babysit me. It takes a village. But do we have that type of mindset today in a positive way? Or if you do have the household where the man is missing, that means the man, the little man, that's going to grow up to be a big man, is getting his morals and his ideals and his mindset from a woman. Mm -hmm. Is that necessarily empowering him as an individual or as a man, or is that just teaching him how to be raised into an adult? It's a different contradictory mindset. Because how you raise a young man is not the same as raising a, a young woman. Even my mom said, my mom has given me plenty gems throughout my lifetime, but she would always say, I don't know how to raise a man. Mm-hmm. I know how to raise a decent individual, but I don't know how to raise a man, especially, you know, you being a large man <laughs> that's going to fit every description that police are going to throw at you. Like, you're, you're faced with different challenges than I may be faced as a woman. So I can mm-hmm. teach you how to be a good individual, but you need men around to teach you how to be a good man. If there's no men around, at what point in time do you as a man get to be empowered? In a healthy way, do you? When do you learn self confidence? When do you learn self worth? When do you really truly get to dive in and understand who you are? Because there's no examples around you to show you. I mean, that's tough. Because like, while I know everybody, I think plays a part. Like, while you can't, while a mother could never teach a boy how to become a man, same way a father can't teach his daughter how to be you know a woman i think that comes i mean i i, I know that there's multiple things that cause us to kind of separate as a people in our relationships and stuff but i do think there has to be a level of when we come and we interact with one another we have to have a level of understanding you have to want to understand not just the general the general experience of the other side like man or woman but the individual that you're dealing with especially if you're gonna like procreate with this person and like you know Cause you, you, that means you would be planning it. And there's a lot of unplanned procreation that goes on, which contributes <laughs> to this dynamic. Yeah. It's just, it's like, you know, it's not saying the motherfuckers got to run down the mm-hmm. aisle or any of that shit, but it's just like, please don't, don't do that either. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't rush don't. to do that. That's not, that's, and not, that's a lower vibrate. I don't care what anybody says. That's a lower vibrational attitude as well. Rushing into marriage or rushing into serious monogamous relationships it's autumn that's just no like Mm. actually sit back and understand the true root of everything before you impulsively decide what you're doing from yourself to the dynamic but that's no that's i mean that's true that's working completely from fear and that's not that's not a foundation of love that's not a foundation of anything substantial or that you want to grow from but um yeah i think these these narratives you know you have to kind of understand like there is something to be said about, you know, like I might have to raise my voice and do this, that, and the third to get this motherfucker together. But something about when this nigga walk in the room, like shit gets changed. That's important. That's a very important because it's important to teach this boy like real consequence. Because if he takes this, I'm gonna be rambunctious. He's gonna die. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like this got to be nipped in the bud now. Not to say he can't express himself, but he needs to, you know. Because like sometimes it is different. There's there's times where um we just have different. Okay, like for instance, the the fucking Patrice O'Neill joke about if you want to refund, you know, black woman. It well that experience is like you know there's a space where they can exist in to be like you know I'm not finna whatever. Whereas a black man, you understand like I'm a certain size level threat, so I'm here 
you know, when the war break out, if it's like little battles, then, you know, maybe she can handle that. Like, you know, you, you know, they fucked up our order or they whatever, whatever. This is something that needs to be addressed, but this is not my, my realm because whatever. But if I don't teach the boy that, then he starts, you know, doing shit that now you're like a wild threat. Cause this, cause you know what I mean? Right. So, and those are like really, 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 really small examples, but I just feel like we have to have value for what the other side brings. And I know that we live in a world where it's just a lot of finance and money based. And I'm not telling anybody not to get up, get up and get a fucking job because get up and get a fucking job. All of you. Um, But we have to start, you know, valuing and understanding what the opposite, not the opposition, what our partners and what the the other side brings. Right. Not, not just the, the proverbial get up and get a job, but, Get a job that fulfills you. That part. And I don't mean like it appeases to the lifestyle that you would like to live. Like, oh, I got this job or I have this trade or whatever the case is because I get to make a lot of money, which gives me the opportunity to travel. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but do are you fulfilling whatever purpose you feel like you should be fulfilling in this world? Mm-hmm. Get you a job or a profession or a practice or whatever that pays you to do what you think your purpose is and help you feel fulfilled as an individual so that you don't have to cling to the mindset of thinking that I have to do all this for money because I have to live a certain way that society is telling me that I have to live. The concept of money and all these other things are not bad, but we definitely give away our value of self to the value of these things. And then we start moving in lower vibrational ways and it's just it's not helping us as people or as individuals. So please, 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 please tap into yourself and understand what you think your purpose is and, and chase that. Please chase your purpose, chase understanding of self, chase value of self on a deeper level, not a surface level, not value like how much money I got to value myself. But how do I actually value myself as an individual and as a being on this earth and within this rented body that I have? Because you're going to have to give that bitch back one day. It's going to die out on you and you can't trade it in for another one. So your spirit's going to have to go somewhere. So get in tune with what all that means so that you can maneuver as such and be at peace from all these things that are going to encounter you in this world. How would you, cause how would you start somebody off on that journey? Cause I, I, I think about, you know, like we've discussed, and I know I, I want to say we've discussed this on air. Like, you know, nobody's a hundred years old guru, but I, I know that it's taken time from shit when we first met to now. Those were those have been years of growth. Those have been years, but also of active. I want to. I want to change in these areas or I'm interested in this. And this has sparked a level of, I want to understand this and whoop, whoop, whoop. And you know, there are some people you might be, you know, 42 years old and, uh, on the Usher board is, you know, and, a a, a a man is only, only, only fucking, um, judged by how good he can mow the grass and, and how connected and, to God he is. Oh, you know Jesus, what I'm saying? That's God. his, that's his goal to like, you know, motor, motor yard. And wow, that sounds terrible. I don't know what that is. Oh no, it's my phone. I dropped, oh, oh yeah, I dropped it in, like the fucking um little like the vibration thing is just fucking terrible huh. vibrations. <laughs> I thought something was about to sizzle and pop over here. I was like, what the fuck? I, I mean, was looking it, for I mean, wires it, that it was. Sound, I mean, it sounds like it, but yeah, like how would you how would you go about like all right, man? I mean, I guess there's a twofold. It's it's easier, I guess, if somebody wants to get started on it, right? But on the other side, if somebody you don't know what you don't know, you can't be beating a motherfucker in the head like a Jehovah Witness, like. Uh, <laughs> 
it's a lot of different ways that it can get started. So that's kind of difficult because I would have to know that individual to know where they are and what they're struggling with. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, I definitely would continue to stick with the premise of finding out who you are as an individual and what really makes you feel happy. Not what makes you feel happy on a surface level. Like, uh, you know, what makes me happy is I like ice cream and I like money. And uh, no, not <laughs> that type of thing. Like, find out who, what really makes you happy. Also, find out what really traumatizes you. What really makes you feel horrible. What have you been through in your life that really sticks in your brain and it comes up relatively often because that is probably something that is shaping you to maneuver in these ways where you are not as confident and you're not as connected as you would like to be. Be in tune with how you really feel about stuff. It could be something as simple as when you're driving. You know, we in California, we got traffic. When you're driving and you start to see yourself getting frustrated about certain stuff, like, what am I really frustrated about? That's a big fucking... Like, I'm in traffic. I'm upset. I'm mad. Oh, I'm not going to be here on time. That's an example, but okay, I'm frustrated because I'm not going to get here or wherever I'm trying to get at a specific time that I think I should be getting there at or I would prefer to get there at. But that also dives into the pressures of time itself. Mm-hmm. Time makes me feel anxious. When I'm under the pressure of having to be somewhere or do something within a certain amount of time, it makes me an anxious person. And my anxiousness looks like anger and frustration. Well, where does that come from? What is the the mindset of me feeling pressured by time? What does that actually do for me? It does nothing. It throws me out of whack. It makes me feel terrible. Where does that come from? When did I start feeling that way? Is it this new job? Have I always felt like this? Does it come from even go back further? Am I raised in a certain cultural household to where time and finishing things within a certain manner of time was always a punishment for me? If I don't do this by a certain time, there's a consequence. And I get anxious if I realize that I'm not going to finish certain things within a certain aspect of time. So now I'm moving in this. God damn, fuck. You know something bad is going to happen when you're not finishing it within a certain period of time. And that's something that even affects you into something as simple as me getting frustrated in traffic because I'm not going to make it on a certain period of time. That whole concept, just start diving into why things are the way they are. Question yourself. You might not be able to question all the different philosophies of the world, but you can question yourself on why you think the way you think and you try to find some understanding in it. And be willing to embrace whatever answers you get and be vulnerable with yourself. Don't be lying to yourself. Like, oh, I think it's just because, you know, I ain't want to miss dinner and we was supposed to. No, don't be telling that lie to yourself. Like, actually start to go back into your minds and emotions. For black people in general, I know I'm using this as an analogy or a way to present a certain perspective. But it's a lot of us that I know when I get back, this better be done. I'm going to beat your ass like that. Mm-hmm. That anxiousness of having to have a certain time frame to get this done. Or I got an ass whooping coming. That can contribute to a lot of us being anxious by time. But that's a cultural black norm. Is it a healthy one? Not entirely. But that comes from our parental figures. We don't even understand why our parents did that. Our parents could have done that because I'm going back to no father in the household. I'm single mom. I got to do this shit on my own and I have to rely on you to help me out. And I'm stressed, too. So I'm putting this stress on to you. Now we're talking about generational trauma. That that made me think, like, how much of, you know, 
where you want to instill sternness and toughness, you were just really instilling a lot of aggression and fear. Yeah, and like an inability to deal with like emotions or stressful situations because it's a lot of do what the fuck I don't know. Like right. it's like that really wasn't what that was for. Like you needed, you needed a you. You needed something solid, but you didn't need to swing it like you swung it right there. Like, you took the hammer. You really just needed a, a little tap on the nail, and you just took the whole wall out. Because you're just like, I know hammer is supposed to be used here. It's not dissing anybody. It just is keeping that in mind. Because to, to tie in what he just said is doing that unraveling. And when you're asking why I'm going back, I mean, I, I guess it's good to do it just to do it. But I feel like, at least for me, it's helped to go. I'm going to like you just, you know, you kind of pre tell yourself, like, I'm going to hit a wall. or I'm going to hit some shit that I really, really enjoy. And a part of this is going to require me to throw that shit out the window. Right. Like, you know, if my if my overarching goal is I'm going to try to be the best version of me. OK, cool. I can always throw everything under the umbrella of best version of me because it's not just, you know, psychobabble bullshit, like people say, or uh, fucking just spiritual nom nom nonsense um there's logic behind it like you can do all of these you underestimate the power of your brain like or your mind the mind is all two totally different things if you want to get deep into some shit your mind and your brain are not the same shit (laughs) um yeah if 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 you're if you're you know in there you can do these unraveling processes but still in the back of your mind kind of register like this logically doesn't make sense. Like, I understand that I'm doing this. It comes from an unhealthy place. I now need to put into my little habit of, hey, you're getting frustrated. Is this a ha- is this a valid frustration? No, what? I'm doing my thing. I'm doing the thing that I shouldn't be doing. And then it, it works from there. Like, you will blow up the next week, but you'll be able to go, I blew up, but I understand why I blew up. All right, bet. A couple months from now, I feel myself getting ready to blow up. I can now, like, I, I've done that. Like, I've, you can kind of start to feel like, oh, shit, I can feel. Like, you know, them shits that they say, like, I'm I'm feeling myself get tense. I can, right. I'm getting, it's getting hot. Palms are getting sweaty. The, the, the physical cues of what your body is reacting to before you're even conscious of it. Yeah, and that's, that's tapping in with you. And you're like, okay, I'm frustrated now. Am I frustrated? Like, okay, for, uh, for just a personal example, if I'm having a debate or a conversation with somebody, especially with somebody I care about, and they're missing the point. And I'm like, initially you get frustrated because I'm like, am I, fr-? okay, I'm like, and it's like, you know, people might misconstrue. I'm like, I don't care about being right. I'm now getting frustrated because I'm feeling like you're voluntarily missing the point. But that's rooted in a fear of being misunderstood, especially from somebody you give a shit about. Because, like, if I can't communicate with you, then this shit is dead in the water. Right. Like, I'm, you know, we've been sitting up here talking about vibes and aliens and titty milk or whatever the <laughs> fuck. And if I can't do that, then I'm like, well, fuck, this is, I can't, then this is really fucked up if we can't communicate like that. But understanding that, okay, man, you're getting frustrated prematurely maybe like you maybe now you know you've been you've been you for as long as you've been you so now you owe it to this individual to like walk them through how you're thinking about it and then there's a level of whatever but that's just an example of you might be jumping out the window because you're like this motherfucker's trying he's like nah that motherfucker wasn't doing that that was how you were perceiving it right and then you know and even and i feel like some also like on the flip side to get good with these tactics and to practice it that way, you know, also just, you know, to tap into, you know, the bullshit. Cause sometimes the worst trade could be a best trade or whatever. Like 
I know I just did these steps. I processed this. I did all my little tools and shit. Bitch, you fucking with me. Like, so now, like, now you can register, like, nah, man, because I just, this is not that. This is not a miss. This is your being an asshole. And then you can move, move accordingly. I'm not, don't fucking, you don't gotta be. Yeah, you ain't gotta pop fly, but you can under, you, the, the second narrative that you create or second perspective that you create is, it's actually, I'm understanding something for what it is, and I'm taking, all oh, right, I get that you fucking with me, and I'm going to be at peace with the fact that you fucking with me, but I'm just let you do what you're doing over there, and I'm going to maneuver somewhere else. The first parallel you presented ties into what we've been talking about as far as holding on to a certain expectation. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping out the window early because this expectation doesn't look like it's going to meet what I want it to meet. As opposed to just being at peace with what is, I understand this person has this perspective. And although it may not match mine, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to approach it and say, you know what, whether I like this approach or not, there's something here for me to learn and connect to a better understand something that I can take from it to help better myself. There's something I can give to it to help better this individual or the situation in general. And I'm at peace with whatever. As opposed to me sitting back saying that it has to be a one particular way that I would like it to be out of my own selfish comfort. It's it's not healthy for you. You're creating pain in your own life because you're holding on to this one perspective that I need to be a certain way as opposed to just letting be and let what is be. Pretty much, man. Like, you know, it. I don't know. You can you can literally start any fucking where on this journey, man. Like to just you know, I, I feel like you know, I know there's a fucking just overdose of people out there that are wearing weird robes and talking to you in a lot of very. So you need to and great. Like if that shit works for you, cool. But I'm really big on trying to make it as meet you where you're at, and you can be a uh, spiritual, and then you can still go down here and eat at Roscoe's. And you can still enjoy fucking uh, Ghostface. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it all is intertwined. It all is what the fuck we are. Because I just also just believe that, you know, this shit right here, like, created a fucking civilization. And they was doing this shit, you know, on a Tuesday at 3. I feel like it's only hard for us because, you know, I had to learn it at 22 when there was, my ancestors learned it at 2. So. Right. It was instilled in them from birth. But if you really want to understand how to get connected to this, shameless plug, get some fucking therapy. Yeah. It's okay to get some therapy. You don't have to be in a crisis to get therapy. You can get therapy because I'm trying to shift the perspectives and mindsets that I currently have into having better ones. Oh, my bad. Do this too. Like, this is something that I've gotten away from just from being busy, but I used to do it a lot. And I still, like, dibbled. Like, just... I don't understand what this is. I don't give a fuck, man. Listen to it. Like they're like YouTube is free, and it's full of lectures. Pick a topic, fucking anything from I've listened to astrophysics shit, spirituality shit, um, sacred geometry shit. Like, and the more you just go, you be like, I didn't get that, and you kind of just keep. But it'll give you things to listen to. It'll give you this fucking like, oh shit, who's Alan Watts? All right, let me go listen to what this motherfucker talking about. Dope. And the more you go about it, you'll be like, yo, this makes sense a little bit. I've learned a bit here. And six months from now, that lecture you first started out that you only understood 10 minutes of it, you understand 45 minutes of it now because you just have kind of grown. And I mean, you subscribe, my nigga. I'm just like, be better, motherfuckers. Like, that's it. Challenge your motherfucking self. Bars. We'll see you guys on Monday. 
Enjoy your weekend.